eight, Row and Arthas, you are sitting at a table at the Silver Pearl, drinking your drinks. There's a bowl of mixed nuts on the table. A stranger, hooded and cloaked, has just entered the inn and sat at the bar and asked Beverly, the innkeeper, for a glass of water. I had indicated at the end of the last episode that Eight and Arthas, the voice kind of sounds familiar, but you have no, you know, doesn't really ring a bell. Like, there's just some nagging nuance to it. Listen, I, I'm just, all I'm saying is that this place is a place of study and forward thinking. You would think they'd have more progressive ideas surrounding religion and people's beliefs and be more accepting of them, you know? It's just, not everything needs to have a record to be valid, you know? It's accurate. Arthas, I must ask, how resistant was the professor to you correcting his erroneous beliefs? Less resistant, more just curious. Well, I suppose that in and of itself speaks highly of the institution. Well, the, the, well, well there you go. You're not wrong. Pardon me for diverting the conversation, my friends, but that cloaked individual at the bar, I feel like I might recognize them. And I'll turn and look at Arthas. Arthas, do you recognize them? I feel like this is an individual from our collective past before we began traveling with friend Ro. I squint at the individual in the most innocuous and conspicuous way I possibly can. I mean, it's not hard to be innocuous or inconspicuous when their back is to you. Great point. Do I recognize them? They're cloaked and hooded. I'll, I'll say no. Or rather, it's hard to tell. Was this person of the friendly persuasion? I hope so. If we have met them. Then it seems Arthas and I are in the same boat. For I cannot recall who this person actually is but I believe I have met them. Well, think about this logically. They came in a few minutes ago. They passed by three extremely noticeable individuals. You are left to be told you're warforged. I'm, I'm admittedly very passable, but the three of us combined, if they recognized you and were hostile, would have immediately done something so at least this person is not hostile not necessarily friendly that's an accurate assessment fair to boot oh um and I will tap my fingers on my upper lip what is socially acceptable in this instance purchasing a beverage for someone who is an acquaintance oh yes perhaps then that is what I shall do. Pardon me, friends, I have an acquaintance to catch up with, and I will push my chair away from the table. I am smiling. Just kind of, just not not amused, but like just a little impressed at this gumption. The gumption. Our baby Warforged is growing up. I will approach the bar top my feet clomping on the floor as I thud my way over towards it. Beverly! Beverly! And I will wave a hand. Yes, eight. This individual's drinks and food are on me. As in, I will pay for them. Please do not place them on my personal being. And I will stop as I stand next to this cloaked, hooded figure at the bar top. Do you stand to the left or to the right? To the right. When you started speaking, you did notice that the individual kind of sat up a little straighter. And when you and Beverly are finished having this exchange and you comment about the food not being put on you, you do hear a deep-throated chuckle. I see time has not changed you. Eight. I see that time has not diminished your sense of humor. You may remove your your hood. You are among friends here. Thanks, but I'd rather not. Well, then you would do me the honor of reminding me who you are. They turn their 
head ever so slightly to face you. And you do get a glimpse of pale skin and an ice blue eye. Oh, it's you. I guess I should ask, where's the elf, Jokel? Where's Riala? Are they safe? Well, they have taken refuge in a very safe haven. Arthas and I have continued along on our quest, and we have made a new friend, friend Ro, and I will gesture towards the table. Hello. If you would like, you may join us. He takes a second to think about it and nods his head yes. Wonderful. Once Beverly delivers his mug, he stands to follow you back to the table. As Beverly comes to the table, or comes to the bar top, I'll just say, Beverly, if you would, I would love a crudite and cheese platter to be delivered to the table. Sure. Why not? I'm sorry, is that not on the menu? No, but I, I'm, I'm sure I can put something together. And as she turns around and goes back to the kitchen, you hear a low mumbling. The hell's a crudite? What? I saw that you had it out this morning for the session. Thank you. You suddenly, you suddenly hear, did you mean a jam sampler? Yes, a jampler. Okay. I really must consult the menu next time I order. And I will escort this, this person back. I don't remember this person's name, but I remember who they are. So I will walk back to the table with them. While that was going on, I'm just going to lean over to to Arthas. Arthas, what are the odds that that is the person that we talked to through the brooch? That's a great idea. Should we ask? I, th- I think we should ask. Just just on the off, how how fortunate and serendipitous would it be if that was the person on the other side of the brooch and they just walked in a few minutes later? Oh, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask. Oh, okay, they're coming. They're coming. I'll, I'll ask. This person just for. Rose information is just slightly taller than eight, so of pretty average height, wearing what appears to be a mishmash of leather armors, you know, knee-high boots, all very dark browns and blacks, and doing their best to keep their face shadowed in the hood. Oh, so 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 glad you can you could join us. Hello, uh, I'm 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 Ro. I waved earlier. Don't don't know if you, you didn't wave back. So, um, did you receive? A message a few minutes ago through magical means. You, you probably would have heard this voice and maybe the name. Are, are, are you friends with Arcturus? You can see that the hood kind of like looks in Eight's direction and then looks kind of towards Arthas and then looks back at you. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's worth a shot anyway. Please take a seat. I'll, I'll look over at Arthas. It's not them. That could have gone worse. Arthas, it looks like you've survived the desert. Yes. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And how are you getting along? I've been better. What are the two of you doing in Kidova? Well, at the moment, we're in and getting breakfast. As are you. It's almost dinner time. I slept late today. So it is breakfast for me. I suppose it is just a matter of perspective. I'm just going to interrupt as the GM here. And just say, um, Arthas, you have a bag of ham. You have a meat bag full of ham from this morning's breakfast. Meal. We we watched a, we watched a baby this morning. (laughs) Breakfast two. (laughs) Second breakfast. There we go. I didn't realize you were half hobbit. That's why he's only 11 feet tall and not taller. That's right. When you were eight feet tall, you were a wee lad. I believe you said in one episode. (laughs) You hear this another deep throated chuckle and they look around as best they can in the end to make sure that, I mean, you guys are pretty much the only ones in the dining area and reaches up and you see these like very pale fingers grab the edges of the cloak and pull back the hood and row there is this very fine boned looking individual pale skin ice blue eyes they're they're extremely light blue jet black hair 
And Aiton Arthas, you would note that this is different about this individual is that they they now have a black leather eye patch over their left eye. Is it just like a black patch or is there any decoration on it? No, just a black patch. Neat. So uh, forgive me, um, you know us, presumably Aiton Arthas both know you, but I, I just don't want to be rude. What, what, should, I, what should I refer to you as? Because hooded cloaked individual does not, that seems rude. Uh... You can call me Victor. Victor, pleasure to meet your acquaintance. He gives you a slight nod, Ro. How did you come into Eight and Arthas's company? It's much different than the company they were keeping the last time I saw them. Well, uh, I mean, I had come to Azara from Balcora, and with the intent of traveling throughout Yulela, they seemed quite capable of travel. And we were heading in the same direction. And I've, grow, I've grown to quite like Arthas and Ada. We are much great friends at this point. Well, it at least seems like you're in good hands. I do remember, I think, H, you cooked for us the last time I saw you. Yes, I did. I've been continuing to hone my skills over the time between our last meeting and now. Speaking of which, Victor, you seem to be minus one of your visual perceptors. Your eye. What happened? Lowers his head a little bit and, like, gently reaches up a hand to touch the edges of the patch. Price I paid. Ah. We're delivering the warning. No, actually. After we parted ways, I found a city and I had all good intentions of setting up a legitimate trade but nobody would hire me I took to stealing I got caught I see that's the price I paid for my life that is most pitiable I'm sorry to hear that your life took that turn. Is there something we might do to assist you? No, no. Thank you, Eight. Like Jokel and Riala, I just have to find a safe haven. Start fresh. I look to Ro and Arthas in turn. Victor, how do you feel about organizing library stacks? I'm sorry, what? My face is very puzzled at that. It's an innocuous question. I simply asked how you feel about organizing library stacks. Ancient texts, scrolls, hidden knowledge. I am accustomed to rifling through library stacks, not necessarily organizing them, but I, I suppose I could manage it. Now, I don't have much pull here, seeing as I am simply a visitor of a week or so at this point, but perhaps my companions and I can use what leverage we might have to secure you gainful employment. Kidova is quite the city. Is it? I've only just arrived. It is the foremost place for knowledge, and it is highly habitated. I suppose you would not be wanting for people to interact with, sights to see, knowledge to obtain from the stacks. You watch as his right eye moves as he's thinking, trying to figure out what you're implying. I suppose if it's big enough, it would also be a good place to hide, wouldn't it? You're hiding from someone. Actually, I, I assume you're hiding from someone, given the hooded cloak thing, but... I will just nod. Would they be in Kidova? Um, let's hope not um i'm guessing eight arthas you haven't said anything to row about me have you no in fact we have made a very large point in our existence of forgetting your existence for your benefit of course he nods his head a little bit uh, row considering you're traveling with eight and arthas i can imagine that you aren't going to go around sharing certain secrets. Oh, uh, no, I will tell everyone I know. 
course not. Are you kidding me? He kind of like squints at you a little bit to see if you're really joking because, I mean, he has no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a sip of my tea as he does. I'm actually a traveler from another plane. Oh, that's so cool. I came here to assist Aiden Arthas's other companions. And in an attempt to do so, I put myself at risk. Uh, ah, I see. I see. Um, forgive me, Aiden Arthas. I, I would have assumed you would have told me earlier, but no, this seems... This seems like an appropriate time to ask. Your previous companions, R- Rokul and Giola? R- Jokul, Jo... I have the backwards, don't I? Jo... Jokul? Giola? At this point, it is of little consequence, but their names were Jokul and Riala. I see. Yes, they were travelers from another plane of existence as well. Oh. They arrived from a strange rift that appeared over my campsite one night, and, well, the rest is all my history at this point. Ah, and so that's where you, Victor, come in. You were assisting eight Doko Realia on, on this. Sure, we'll go with that. Needless to say, I'm being hunted for my actions by someone from where I originally came from. So the hope is that they are not here. But I don't know for sure. They seem to have been in over their head with respect to a league of thieves and rapscallions. Eight, I think you forget that there's a reason the three of us were running from this organization. We were once part of one of the most deadly assassination guilds. Why not simply confront them and put an end to your hiding? I could never take them on my own. But perhaps with the help of three seasoned adventurers. Victor shakes his head. I I don't want you involved. I would rather forget who I once was. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Or looking out for our well-being. I appreciate that. But that does not solve the issue of your existence being at stake. You you can't just you can't just go 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 to your original plane. Is that rude? Is that I, I I'm not sure the etiquette of interplane or travel. To be fair, I'm not really sure of it myself it I am safer here they have a very strong hold where I come from I would not be able to hide long Um, look I did not intend to come and disrupt your dinner your afternoon respite I am he stands up nods, pulls the hood over his face again. Um, thank you very much for the... No, 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 no. Food hasn't even come come yet. Please, sit. Share a meal with us. You, As you can see, there's nobody here. I'm motioning to the entirety of the dining room uh, section of the inn. You can see there's no one here. And Beverly seems nice enough. Please, sit. And staying at this woman's establishment for over a week. She seems nice enough. <laughs> yeah. At least over the... Uh, yeah, she seems nice enough for the week that we've been here. And please, just, uh, just sit, rest, and and maybe maybe just catch up with your old friends. Do you have an appointment somewhere? No. A job interview, perhaps? No. Or there are there two other friends that you've decided to make arrangements to have dinner with them instead? He pulls back the hood and you can see that there's like this slight smirk on his face. All right, fine. I will take you up on your invitation for dinner. I suppose it's been far too long since I've had the company of other individuals. 
Well, I see, there you go. And besides, you must think about the offer that I have extended. You cannot simply get up and leave without giving me an answer with respect to whether or not you would like me to try and put in a good word for you with the council. Eight is very persuasive. Oh yes, the council. We were very persuasive with that council earlier today. Which reminds me, I need to speak to one of them. Uh, sure. I'll take you up on your offer for a job. Perhaps I could find lodging. I mean, this place was hard enough to get to on its own. I suppose... I suppose even if they were to make it all the way here, they'd have a hard time getting here, getting inside. So, all right. Thank you. Yeah, I have some extra uh, hot water in this tea. Do you like tea? I do, actually. I haven't been able to afford tea since... I can't even remember. As he is talking, I've already started pouring. I'm assuming there was an extra... Uh, I'm, I'm assuming his mug was, was empty, so I'm just going to start pouring into his... Into, into his mug. Sure. And who knows? Maybe maybe this, this the position and the library leads into other opportunities. You can be some sort of assistant professor of interplanar travel. I don't know. They, they seem to be into that sort of thing here. You could get tenure. We'll, we'll see. Who knows? It's not like there's other thieves' guilds here, right? <laughs> uh, Arthas, you are as quiet as ever. Something on your mind. Not particularly. More or less just waiting for food and letting you catch up as it were. It isn't too much longer before Beverly comes over and brings over a bowl of steaming rice, um, fried vegetables, crudite platter, cheese, charcuterie board, basically all the layout for, for tonight's dinner, plus what ate ordered. I hope you don't mind. I just figured since it was so close to dinner, I would just bring you things and you could just pick what you want. Beverly, this is lovely. Thank you so much. Ed, would you care to join us or are you too busy tending to the inn? Oh, no. Thank you, Ro. I appreciate it. I know that I have some more patrons that are going to be coming back shortly for their meals, so I just make sure that I have everything ready to go, but thank you. Well, good, good. I'm going to start shoving baby carrots into my mouth. And baby corn? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so tell me, what, what, what were your adventures like with Eight and Arthas? Oh, I could tell you those stories right now if you would like. Oh, yes, please. While we were camping in the desert one night, Victor arrived. Uh, to, to be fair, Eight, you snuck up on my campsite and I called you out on it. In all honesty, I do very little sneaking up on anyone. That's the point. Well, then let me rephrase this. One night, while Victor was having camp and being very unaware of his surroundings, we stumbled upon him, at which point he gave an object to our then-traveling companions, Jogal and Riala. We spent the evening together talking, and I made dinner for all of our companions, and then by the time we awoke in the morning, Victor had gone. Those are the extents of our previous adventures. Very exciting. That was quite succinct. There's not much to tell. I... I... I realize that. After all, Victor's purpose was primarily for the benefit of my then-traveling companions. Yes, meeting here is merely a fluke. You you must show me what eight sneaking looks like. He stands up, walks over to the bar, and goes on the other side of the bar. 
Um, Ro, could you come here, please? Need gestures, a come hither motion. Uh, sure, sure. I will come hither. I want you to sneak down against the bar as if you're peering over the bar towards Aiden Arthas. Uh, okay. All right. I will do so. <clears throat> Jokel, look, there is a person over there by that campfire. Do you think we should ask if they would mind some company? In this situation, am I eight or are you eight? I am eight. That that tracks. I will very bemused return to the table. It's not so much sneaking as it is exclaiming loudly over Dune. I'm so glad that you are the way that you are, eight. If Victor had been spending his time paying a little more attention for a man on the run, we would not have been able to sneak up on him, so... Snap my finger. Darn you and your ability to nap. Yes. Darn me for wanting to take a nap after a day's travel. Are you still staring at people when they sleep? Like 50% of the time. I roll my eyes. He looks over at you, Arthas. Is eight still staring at people when they sleep? Yes. I would not know what percentage is I am generally asleep during. It's so nice to catch up with you, Victor. Where did... You know, but realistically, we have not caught up with you much at all. Where did you go after you left the desert? Here and there. Small cities, villages. Nothing of import. Right. Traveling where you will. You do realize that's not really an answer. Yes, I do. Are you afraid that eight and authors will judge you? I say with lots of food in my mouth. Starts to scoop some of the rice and vegetables into a bowl. I'm not worried about being judged. I just don't need to know everyone to know my business all the time. That's fair. That's fair. And to a further point, I did ask what you were doing here in the city, and I don't believe I received an answer. Oh, well, the answer to your question is fairly simple. This was our ultimate destination when you first stumbled upon us. And do you plan on living here now? Oh, no. We have come, we have obtained information from the library, and we have obtained our next lead. And as such, we will be departing within the next day or so. It was a very informative trip. It was. In fact, us running into you must have been by divine providence. For if we are to help you at all in establishing a new life, we would have to have done so in a very abridged timeline. Out of curiosity on your travels, have you seen anything unusual? I do blink an inordinate amount of times. It is noticeable. Eight, you shouldn't blink at me like that. Define define unusual. I suppose when you put it that way. Um, bandits on the road. Um, no, no bandits. He raises one eyebrow, like... Okay, so no bandits, but kind of face. What is more unusual than a traveler from another plane of existence? But for, for me, most of this has been unusual. We've come across a, um, a society of squirrel warriors. Deep underground. Deep, deep underground. In, in that same, same stretch of time, some, some dogs that uh, were preying upon the squirrel warriors. They were of the undead persuasion. We found a, a skull of a professor that talked and was still alive. And you could feed it a cracker over and over. And Arcturus would would love that cracker, that, that piece of cheese or what have you. All right, I think that qualifies as unusual. I miss him already. I, I look to Arthas and place a hand on his hand. I do as well. Simply Arthas, I do as well. And then I will turn abruptly to Victor. 
Arthas and I encountered a magical portal while we were in the forest shortly after the time in which we met you. While we were there, we fought a magical tree that was given life by magics that came from the portal. I do not like portals. Just the idea of them. Mm -mm. I hope we don't come across any. They're so incredibly entertaining in the sense of the discoveries of the intellectual sense you might encounter. The dangerous. Yes, danger is the name of adventuring. And the price of knowledge can sometimes be one of danger. I suppose you're right, but uh, just give me the heebie-jeebies. You just never know with, with portals. You hear horror stories of portals back in Balkora. Balkora. I remember somebody telling me that Balkora is in the West, right? Yes, that's my that's where I'm from. Very different from here. Here, there's all these magics and and, and essences, and um, everyone does everything so differently. Um, Balkora is is very 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 different. Lots of innovation and inventions and yes, technology, if you will. Is it true that your people genetically alter creatures to be larger than life? GM, would I know that? Or would I would I would I have heard that rumor and be able to speak to it? You've heard of some provinces meddling with biomechanics and genetic structuring. You don't know how true it is. Well, I imagine it's as true as the stories that we hear of everything here in Yulela, where everything is magical. Everyone travels via magic carpets and um, grows their food out of thin air. I, I believe it's true in that very sense. I've heard of it happening before, but no one I know has genetically modified any organism. He nods, like, yeah, all right, fair. Maybe, maybe picking the largest and biggest tomatoes to grow the next crop of tomatoes. That's probably the best, uh, the most accurate representation of gen genetic modification that I've heard of. I could feed it to starving country like that. It does take a long time. Look, um, I hopefully won't be bothering the group of you again with any luck. Um, so I will say this. I may be in hiding, but if there is anything that I could do to assist you in the future, you can just let me know. Oh! Idea! Nate, Arthas, we just come across an artifact that will allow us to contact Victor at any, at any point in time. Do you think this would be a worthy usage of said artifact? I would not disagree, though I would hate to put Victor on the spot to be the recipient of such magics. Well, uh, I mean, it doesn't, does it require more than just agreeing to it? There's no, there's no blood sacrifice to be made, is there? What kind of what kind of device? Well, okay, look, um, here, and I will uncover the napkin that has been at the table the whole time. It's got a nice pouch, and you're just hiding it under the napkin. I love it. I'm gonna put it in the pouch later, but look. So there's this brooch that allows the wearer of the brooch to communicate with another person that has agreed to be on the receiving end of the said communication. They can't communicate back, but uh, from what 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 Eight has said about it, and from what I understand, we could be across the continent and send you, hello, good morning, Victor. Could you please send us some crudite? We will be here in three days' time, and you will you will hear that. And you will understand it, and hopefully send us crudite. 
or or what what you know if if we ever need your help in any some sort in any sort of you know situation in our adventures you merely just need to sink with it victor takes the brooch and holds it up to the light and kind of moves it back and forth like he's examining it if that is your wish i could be an end point of is it like a sending stone? I don't know what that is. Neither do I. So I will say yes. You actually do. You have one. I know exactly what that is. I will say yes. You have one that you have never used. <laughs> it is exactly like a sending stone. However, it is one way only. That does certainly limit you, doesn't it? It certainly seems so. What if? What if? Um, if it is only one way, and seeing as I don't have any holdings here, I have nowhere to stay. Instead of me taking it and being on the receiving end, what if? What if we sink to it, and you can be on the receiving end, and I can continue to do uh, research or find information that you might need, and I could feed you the information. That does sound like a good idea. I will... I, I feel like I should inform you that our theory around this device is that it is stolen. And the person that did steal it, not us, 100% not us, would be in lots of trouble with the authorities here if found with it. So... With that in mind, would you want to draw any more attention to yourself? I did, that does seem quite useful, I, I will I will admit, but I, I'd be remiss if not if we kept this information from you. He shoves more rice and vegetables into his mouth, and when he's done chewing, look, honestly, it can't get much worse for me, so... Whatever is going to suit you the best. It is your device. Whether I am the one receiving the information from you, or you are receiving it from me. I will do as you wish. I would just like a chance to do some good. I'll look over at Aiden Arthas. Um, do you think this is, this is useful? Do you think this is worthy of, um, of this new device that we've just acquired. What sort of what sort of information would we want you to would we want Victor here to peruse and relay back to us? I guess anything suspicious that he'd see. That's right. Uh, eight, you seemed quite interested in at least one of the council members earlier today. Yes, I was. I have to speak to them with respect to my family, the Shruna family, that seems to have some knowledge as to Warforged's creation and some link to my mother. So it would be in my best interest to, quote, cozy up, unquote, to this person that I might gain more information with respect to the Shruna family, which is currently a member of the Ruheran Council. That's, that's a lot of names. I, I wish you luck. Are you going to do that tomorrow? Well, I intend to do something before we leave. And at the very least, if we have an informant here in the city, perhaps Victor would be amenable to looking up more information on this Jaruna family in the archives. Perhaps we can go tomorrow, talk to the council, gain favor with them again, as we are wont to do. Um, and while you have this conversation, maybe we can convince them to take on Victor here as a new librarian of sorts, or assistant professor of interplanar travel, as I had previously suggested. I believe... I believe that sounds most agreeable. So, Victor, provided we can gain you station here in Kidova, I believe your suggestion, your plan for this brooch here, 
is quite advantageous. He bows his head a little bit at your service, then. Um, eight, Roe, Arthas, a uh, package has been delivered for you. Ooh, package. Beverly comes in with several parcels. Actually, several packages. Dax, I have a quick question not related to this. What's the name of a large river in this world? A large river? Yes. Oh, I see what you're doing. I'm glad you do, because I don't. <laughs> the Crystal Brook? Ah, good. Crystal Brook has managed to deliver our packages. Wait, what packages? If you would, Beverly, set them on the table? Uh, sure, sure. She finds the closest empty table and lays the packages um, down on them. Uh, this came as well, and she holds up a parchment envelope. Did you did you happen to see who who delivered them, or were they just on some sort of... It was just a courier. Loading bay. Oh, just a courier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is everyone good? Does anyone need a refill on anything? I would uh, I would love some more hot water, but just do whatever you're doing first. This is this this is of little import. Of course, of course. Heads off. Were you expecting any packages of this? No, I wasn't. Eight. I shake my head. I certainly was not expecting anything. Uh, neither was I. Okay. Um. Here's what we uh, learning from my mistakes from earlier. I'm going to take the parchment and read it first sure yeah yeah the letter reads I found these stashed with my belongings may they keep you safe in the trials ahead for Roe my sister's sword it has already shed blood in battle and I will pray that it serves you as well as it served her for Arthas a pauldron fashioned from my own armor it will amplify your already mighty prowess in combat. And for eight, a pendant of silver. Keep it close and it will ward against those that intend you harm. And it is simply signed, V. Victor, you shouldn't have. I didn't. No, I know it's not you. I just, I just find it found a just weird co- coincidence that you receive a package from a V and your name starts with V. Row, and I'll shake my head as I slip this pendant on over my neck. These items do not come from Victor, but from someone else we have met recently. Wink, and I will say wink and wink at Row. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yes, you now understand the need for secrecy. Wink. I do understand you should not say wink when you wink. Well, then how will you know that I am winking? You're right, I won't. But we should come up with some, some way to indicate this. Maybe maybe it's okay in, in, in the presence of friends, but if we're actually trying to convey secrecy, maybe don't say wink and just assume that I understand. Mother always told me one thing about when I assumed. It makes me and you look bad. It was certainly much more catchy when Mother said it, but... Mm. Speaking of of secret messages and, and signals and, and whatnot, we, Arthas, we came up with a... Look over at Victor. You're cool, right, Victor? Victor, you're cool. Right? You're not... You've got... We've got your secrets... You're not going to tell anyone our secrets. We're about to enter this whole secret thing, right? You're cool, right? Victor pulls up his hood and very intentionally faces his head down so you can tell that he can't see what's going on. Just go ahead. But you can still hear us. Okay, and Victor, I'm I'm going to decide that you're cool, and if you're not, then we'll, we'll deal with that. Fair. I explained this to eight earlier. Arthas, you know how I'm have my other form, werewolf, right? There was that a group in Azara that accosted me and harassed me and and threatened death upon me if I stayed in Azara for too long. 
the reason why they they approached me in such a manner is because they were also wolves just protecting their territory and me being a strange wolf and have encroached upon the had encroached upon their territory and they responded the only way they know how with threats and violence and and whatnot i believe it would have been useful to let everyone know allies know what exactly what we're dealing with in this case shifters and wolves and whatnot we need some sort of signal a a message to convey a signal or message to convey the danger of what we're dealing with in a way that lets us know but not others some uh, uh some sort of verbal you know slip it into conversation so that we know exactly what we're dealing with and i suggested some sort of verbal thing and we need us all here to understand that so everyone's on the same page spectacular I'll look over at victor what's victor look like he's still got his head down you can make the guess that he was assuming you were actually going to demonstrate some sort of signal. So he's just he's just eating rice and vegetables and every once in a while taking a bite of like the flat breads that she brought out. So are you uh, done with the signal? Can I look up? Well, we haven't created the signal yet. So uh, ah. so you you you've made it much more of a challenge to eat for no reason. I didn't did not realize what you were doing. But again, Victor, you, you're cool. You're we've got we've got mutually assured destruction on the table. So you're you're good. Doing a thumbs up, I don't know if he's looked up yet to see this thumbs up, but he'll, he'll eventually sit up. Let's see. If we were going to do a code phrase or word it would have to be something that would be absurd that no one would ever believe to actually be true or come up in normal conversation eight is a murderer excuse me i am not a murderer exactly and i don't think anybody that would ever meet you would ever think such a thing oh so okay okay so in the situation from azar like they, they, ooh, we're going to get out of Azara. This is our turf. We're going to, going to, it's going to be very bad for you if you don't leave in the next 24 hours. And I would say, my good friend Eight here is a murderer. Please give us more time. That would give us, Arthur's Eight, myself, the, the mutual understanding that what we're dealing with are more werewolves. I suppose so. I suppose it would work only in the sense that it is unbelievable, but what if the mere act of saying that sentence is deemed to be a threat and it causes conflict in advance of what the normally ordained time would be? That is true. Okay, so so it needs to not be, it needs to be absurd, but not absurd in the sense that incites more violence. Something innocuous, something like, uh, um, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, mm. I could sure go for some of that gray paste. <laughs> okay, so so maybe it's, it's something like eight. Prepare the paste. We will need it soon. I will crook my eyebrows at you. But, good friend Ro, you love my gray paste. Why would that be an unbelievable statement? I believe not everyone will know that. Ah, so the phrase itself is a deception within a deception. Exactly. Clap my hands. So, so if if I if we if any any sort of situation arises and we work in just the phrase gray paste into it we know that we're dealing with something more dangerous than meets the eye red paste what if what what if we just 
we added just another layer of absurdity because you do you you do have gray paste that is a thing that you do and make and we consume what if it's red paste but what if the phrase contains red paste because you don't make red paste at least not that i've seen before i would never make red paste red paste is just ridiculous unpalatable absolutely that I can buy into. So, the phrase is red paste. If we, we all agreed, we work in the two words, red paste, together into conversation with some adversaries. Red paste. I think this will work. Victor, you are part of some sort of clandestine thieves guild. Mm-hmm. Does this does this fit? Is this is, is this smart? For amateurs, yes. Perfect. We are. Wait, what? And I think with that, we're going to end the session. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time. But in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Arthas, champion of Offham, is played by Neil. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Ro is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris.